At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Welcome back, my fellow degenerates. This is the Game On Podcast, number one sports betting podcast out there. Not only giving you free picks, that's just a bonus. No, 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 no. Teaching you different betting strategies that you need to be more profitable and better, better. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for joining me today. It is Saturday, January 23rd, 2021. We are going to be talking exclusively about the two NFL championship games tomorrow. But first, if you're new, make sure hit the subscribe button wherever you're getting this podcast right now or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Launchpad, we're on them all. And if we're not, make sure you message me and I'll, I'll, I'll do what I can to get us up wherever you get your podcasts. Far as I can tell, though, no one's complaining about getting them yet. We're also, if you want to be a part of the Army of Degenerates, the community that we are building on this podcast, because that's what fuels this podcast, is you guys, my degenerates. Go to our Locals page, because what you're going to get on Locals is you're going to get, we're going to start doing live streams, you're going to get all the in-game bets, free bets, all of this exclusive stuff that I don't post necessarily on other places, or you're going to get it first. Like today... I already um, posted on there all the bets we're going to be talking about today. So you get a little sneak peek, and that's gameon.locals.com. Come join the community. It's free. Gameon.locals.com. It's it's going to be a blast. Also, I'm going to start doing uh, more videos, uh, more teaching videos, and just whatever with sports betting. And that's going to be located on Rumble. So go to Rumble and then look up Game On Podcast. You'll find us there. We're on Instagram at Game On or uh, Instagram at Game On Podcast, and also on Twitter at Real Game On Pod. All right, today what we're going to talk about. Let me outline everything for you. We're going to talk about something that before we even get into the bets, I want you to just a message I could bring to all of you, and that is do not force a bet. We're going to get into that. I'm going to give you a disclosure about a bet that I have that, and just, just let you know that I'm not being biased. I'm coming out with information for you on a bet, on a futures bet that I have. So it's not going to sway my opinion, I promise, for the bets that we're going to cover today. Then we're going to get into the games, Tampa Bay at Green Bay and Buffalo at KC. I'm going to talk about the game. I'm going to break it down, and I'm going to teach you, I'm going to show you, show you how I approach these two games and how I'm going to bet this weekend. But before we do all that, go grab yourself a nice little beverage. I, myself, got my Miller Lite here. Here we go. Cheers to you guys. Mm-mm-mm. So pause this, go get yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and let's talk some sports betting. My number one message that I can get out to you guys my fellow degenerates, is do not, do not force a bet. 
Do not feel like because there's two games only this weekend that you have to force a bet. I know you guys. I know you're degenerates like myself. You're going to bet this way six ways to Sunday. You're going to tease it. You're going to money line it. You're going to money line parlay the favorites. You're going to money line parlay the favorites with the overs. You're going to tease it. Listen, you don't have to. You're going to you're gonna take some basketball games, some NCAA, some, some heavy. You're probably taking the Lakers tonight, and you're going to money line them all together and ride them into Sunday with, with the Chiefs and with, with the Packers. Listen. Go ahead. I mean, do that. Because I'm not, I know, you're a degenerate. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop you from that. Do it. But don't go heavy on it. Don't go crazy. Don't force a bet if you don't absolutely love it. There's only two games this weekend. So, what are you to do? I mean, you, you want to get in on the action. You want something to root for. Well, this is a perfect, perfect weekend. Perfect day. To look at props, and if you're not a, if you don't usually bet props, it's a good weekend to like. Don't go crazy on it now, but try it out. Try it out. I'm gonna walk you through how to how I pick props. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. So this is how I pick props. First and foremost, when I'm looking through props, I start with how do I envision the game going. Doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't mean I'm wrong. But I envision what are the scenarios, what are the, what's most likely, given the data, given all the season, given the matchups, what is likely to occur? And it's not just one thing. How do I see one team attacking this team? How do I see that team attacking back? How do I see the defense? Everything. I just think of different ways. And if I can only see the game going one way, I, that's usually a sign that I should not bet the game. It's rare that that happens, but if there's like, like let's say, ah oh man, I just don't see how Kansas City could lose to Buffalo. Ooh, oh, man, I would I would hesitate because then that would mean I'd probably be looking at all the props on Kansas City, and then that could come and bite me in the ass. But what you want to do is, how do you envision the games going? Where are the strengths? Where are the weaknesses? What does the data tell you? And then you try to go in and find props that kind of correlate with that doesn't exactly correlate with it because you don't want to have it's then you should just bet the side but it's also something that could happen even if the outcome doesn't exactly go how you thought and then the second point of it is finding value don't just bet a play because you like it because you think it's going to happen when you're laying so much extra vig and you're not getting the best odds you possibly could or also, if, if you if you like a play, you're thinking of like, for example, I'll just give you one before we go over it. I think there's a really good shot that uh, Cole Beasley uh, has a decent game. So I start looking at his props. And then I, I look at Cole Beasley to get a touchdown. It's plus 275. I'm not going crazy on it, but I'm going to bet. That. I mean, those are great odds. So just, just go, just one, envision how you think the game is going to go. Two, when you're looking through the props, look where there's value, where you think there's value, where you think you're getting an edge over the bookie. All right? And that's how we're going to approach these games. So I'm going to take it step by step with you, how I, how I see the game going, talk about it, give you my picks there, and then I'll give you my prop picks. I'm going to give you the money line picks, 
the over-unders, the, the sides. I'm going to give it all to you because you guys are goddamn degenerates and I love you. And I know you're going to bet anyway, so I'll give you my opinion on that. You know, you know this. But I'll give you some props that I like. And you'll see, I like a lot of props in, in the first game and not as much in the second game. Also, just because I didn't find as much value in the second game as I did in the first game. And also, there's not as many props to play. Like, I wanted to play Patrick Mahomes under rushing yards. That I can't find it up yet. These props that I looked up, it's all on DraftKings Sportsbook. I checked a couple other places, too, and they seem pretty similar. But um, where I got these lines was from DraftKings Sportsbook. So, I'm, oh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. This is a fun weekend. Fun weekend. Mm. Disclosure. I'm putting it out there now. You guys already know from listening to this podcast, I'm a Tom Brady fan. As you guys have known, I'm not afraid to criticize. I'm not afraid to bet against, bet on. You've seen I'm not biased. And if I am, I come out and tell you. You guys know this. I come out and tell you straight up I'm not betting this game because I can't see it clearly because I'm too biased because I want them to win. So, that being said, I did place a ticket before the when the playoffs wild card weekend before they kicked off. Seventeen to one odds, Tampa Bay matched up against Buffalo in the Super Bowl. So, I am rooting on Tampa Bay and Buffalo to both win because not only do I think it would be a fun Super Bowl, I, I I have I have money on it. I have I have a seventeen to one ticket. So. I just wanted to put that out there to you because I am not letting that judge how I would approach these games and how I'm going to break it down to you guys. Just full disclosure. Also, let's talk real quick about how I'm going to hedge this because it's kind of tough. And I thought this was an interesting uh, scenario because what would have been great is if, you know, Tampa Bay and Buffalo this weekend, they were the favorites because then I could just take, you know, I could tease the two underdogs up and try to middle, you know, it's hard when you have both of your picks to go in. They're both the underdogs. It's really hard to hedge. And here's why it's hard too, is what do I do? So do I, do I, do I money line green Bay and Kansas city together? Well, that kind of sucks. Cause what if Tampa wins, but then Kansas city wins? Well, then that, that screws that bet up. Do I, do I tease the favorites? Do I bet Green Bay? And then if Tampa wins, then I hedge with, with, you know, uh, uh, Kansas City. And with 17 to 1 odds, that's, that's kind of tough because I didn't put a crazy amount of money on it. And it's a, it's a, it's a decent payout. Um, I'm not, I'm not mad at the payout at all, but you know, you start you start doing seventeen to one. So if I put you know a little bit on Green Bay, then I have to put a little bit on on Kansas City, and then I mean, what's what's the return there? I I, I could risk you know a quarter of my bet, you know, a quarter of my winnings on Green Bay, and then a quarter, and then I have a half if my if, you know Tampa Bay and and um, Buffalo end up winning. That could be one route to do it. I don't I don't really like going that route. I like to find a way that I could I could I can middle. Um, at least the best I can. And here's what I came up with. And I tweeted this because um, Bill Simmons uh, has the same scenario. 
And uh, I tweeted, I think he got better odds than I did, though. Um, I tweeted at him. I doubt he even saw it, but um, you guys should go retweet that or, you know, like it and, and, and see if we can get his attention on it. But this is how I'm approaching it. I'm going to, I'm going to tease, I'm going to do a seven point tease. And I teased Green Bay to plus four. I did this earlier in the week. I know the lines have shifted barely a little bit, but I teased Green Bay to plus four. So now I got the Tampa Bay game covered. But what I did was instead of teasing Kansas City to plus four as well, because I mean that's just too tight. That's that's too too tight of a window. You expect both games to be within four points, you know, within a field goal, even. Uh, that you know, odds of that happening. Slim. So what I did was I teased Green Bay to plus four. So Kansas City, or I mean, yeah, Tampa Bay could still win, especially if it's a close game, and I like it to be a close game. So I could still win that bet, but I could also win my teaser as well. So I like that. And what I did, I tied it into Buffalo, and I got Buffalo to plus 10. Now I know I could probably get Buffalo a little bit higher than that now, but I like plus 10 with Buffalo. And why I did that was it puts more action on my Buffalo bet. So let's say, let's say the scenario does work out where Tampa Bay wins, but they win by three, and I I have both bets still alive. Now I got so much money sided on Buffalo that I can hedge a little bit on the money line with Kansas City for both bets, and still get a decent payout. Kansas City ends up blowing out Buffalo, but I also have a chance to hit that teaser with a plus ten. So that's my my thought process on it. That's where I'm at. Um, We'll see how the game goes. I can, I'm can. i also going to try to hedge out with a live betting too. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I just wondered, that's how I approached it. And I'm curious of what you guys think. If you if you think what I did was wise or if you would have done something different, let me know. Go to gameon.locals.com. Message me on there. It's, um, it's all on there. And I would love to hear what you guys think about that. But that being said, let's get – we're almost 14 minutes into this. Let's get into the games, all right? Okay, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. First thing I notice, everyone, every respectful better, everyone I've listened to, and, and, I, and I guess there is a lot of public action on Tampa Bay, but a lot of the pros and sharps and people, they like Green Bay. Whether it's laying the points, whether it's taking the money, a lot of them like the money line with Green Bay. A lot of people think Green Bay is going to win this game, and I don't, I don't think that's a bad bet because... I mean, they have shown that they are one of the best teams in the in the league this year, and their offense is amazing. But you guys also know that I like to go, and I'm not afraid to go against what everyone else likes. So my first instinct is I'm seeing a bunch of people on Green Bay, so it makes me makes me look towards Tampa Bay. Now. Here's my main concern, and I don't want to, like, everyone's talking about the weather, and it's going to be cold, and Brady has played in the cold before, but his teammates haven't. I don't think that is going to be as big a factor as people think, and I think that's already factored into the line. I don't think there's any edge there, so don't buy into any of that. My main concern is with Green Bay. Why? Because I've seen this before over the last two seasons. Look at when they play a team that they get, like a team that get that gets physical with them, that gets 
a jump on them that just throws them off. And I think this game is going to be whatever it's, – it's not going to be with the offenses. It's going to be with whatever defense can make the other quarterback feel the most uncomfortable. So what I my main concern with Green Bay is look at when they played San Francisco both times last year, in the regular season and then in the championship game. First game, they lost 37-8. to It wasn't even close, obviously, but they never had a chance. San Francisco set the tone and just dominated. The second time they played, same thing happened. They're like, you're hearing it this week. Oh, it's a revenge factor game for them. It's revenge. They're going to come in. They're going to bring it this time. No, that game, the NFC Championship last year wasn't even close. It was 37-20. to San Francisco ran away with that, same as they did the first game. So, and I just thought San Francisco was more physical, especially on the defensive line. They're... And and when and we've seen when Rodgers gets thrown off and gets pissed off, his body language is terrible. It is absolutely terrible. And it has a negative effect on his teammates and his performance. Look at when they played Tampa Bay this year. A lot of people saying that was a fluke. And it might have been. And I don't think Tampa Bay is going to run away with the game like they did there. But Green Bay came out. They're up 10-0. They have the ball. Aaron Rodgers throws a pick six. And everyone keeps saying, oh, well, that pick six is what, what you know, was a momentum change and, and, and that's what caused them to lose the game and that's not going to happen again. But, excuse me, so you come out and throw a pick six, now it's 10 to 7, we're in the second quarter, and then you throw an interception and, you know, on the next, next drive. And so that, that's the reason why you lost the game. You still have another half to play, and you're up three at that point when they have the ball. Why? So here's where my concern is. When, when something goes bad for Green Bay, once they get thrown off a little bit, they just fold. Because Tampa Bay went on to score 38 straight points. And won 38 to 10. And that's what this team is. And that's what they've been over the last couple of years. Is once they get thrown off and once things are going wrong, they just don't seem to be able to punch back. And what do we know from Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay can punch back. They've shown that they've been down and they come, come back. Look at Tom Brady. You're going to doubt Tom Brady, especially in the playoffs, when he's down? No, he's going to keep fighting. I just don't know if Green Bay has it in them, if they can continue keep fighting when they need to fight. Can't they take a punch and punch back? I don't know. I know they can jump out to a lead, and I know that this season they like to jump out to a lead and hang on to a lead, and in the second half their numbers are worse because they try to just grind out the clock. They don't have that punch back, and I think that's what people are missing. And I think Tampa Bay does. Now, am I concerned that this is the third road game in a row for Tampa Bay? Yes, especially in the playoffs. Yes, that is concerning. But my main concern is with Green Bay. Can they withstand some adversity? Can they, when things don't go their way, right the ship and punch back? The other thing I like is Tampa, Tampa Bay's defense last week looked very impressive. Very impressive. They looked like the Tampa Bay defense at the beginning of the year. I think that's huge. And I know there's some news that came out yesterday that Antonio Brown is not going to play in this game. That's, I mean, that hurts Tampa Bay, but I think that's fine. I mean, they've got enough offensive weapons. Tom Brady likes going to Scotty Miller. I think Godwin is just, he's been out of sync, especially last game, dropping those passes. Just, he's not, I think we're going to see a good, a big game from Godwin. One of those moments where he steps up, has just an all-star performance game. The other thing about that that you need to think about too is 
Everyone's focused on AB not playing. Tampa Bay activated uh, Vita Veda off of injury reserve. That is huge. That is another big boy on that defensive line that's going to push and get pressure. Remember what I said earlier. It's going to be whatever team, whatever defense can make the other quarterback feel the most uncomfortable. You've just got a great, great player back on your defensive line that is that hasn't played since week five. They didn't, he didn't play in the first matchup. Is going to get pressure and push that line and throw Rodgers off a bit. I think that's huge for Tampa Bay. I think it's being overlooked by the public. I know the Sharps are on it, but I think the public is overlooking it. So I like, I, I like Tampa in this game. One thing I am going to consider for this game, so like I said, remember when we're doing props, how are we seeing it? So I'm seeing, here's how I'm envisioning it. I know Green Bay likes to start off hot, and they can start off hot, and statistically all season long they have started off hot, so maybe that's where I look. Maybe I look and say, maybe we look at Green Bay first half, Green Bay first quarter. I don't know. That's how. That's one way to go. I think we get a very competitive game. I think we're going to see defenses making plays. I think... I think Tampa Bay comes out slow. They seem to always come out slow. So that also makes makes me like, you know, first quarter maybe with, with Green Bay. First half even. But we've also seen that once Tampa Bay gets a spark and gets momentum, they just they score and score and score. And they can they just keep going. I I like that's how I'm thinking. So I'm thinking it's gonna be more of an under type of game. That's how I'm envisioning this. I think we're gonna see it's gonna be cold at first. It's gonna be a little shaky for both teams. I think both teams start off a little slow. That's just kind of where I'm at. So I kind of like the under, and I like a lot of field goals. I think these defenses are going to tighten up in the red zone. So that's my breakdown of the game. I would take Tampa Bay plus 3.5. I think the three, the hook there is essential. I like Tampa Bay money line at plus 162. I like teasing Tampa Bay up to 9.5, 10.5, teasing it up there. And I like the under at 52, and I like teasing the under. I mean, if, if you do a seven point, you can get the under to 50, 59. I like that. So let's talk. Let's talk props now. Remember, when, like I said in the beginning, when we're doing props, figure out how you think the game's going to go, and then where do you find value? A lot of these I got plus money on. I like them. I think they're, there's a great shot of them happening, and I think they've got value. So that's that's my mindset looking into it. First one I got, I got first quarter under nine and a half at plus 112. Like I said, I know Tampa Bay starts off slow. Green Bay can start off hot, but I think, I don't know. They, they do come out scripted. They do come out and execute very well. I just, I, I like field goals in this game. I like the under in, the, in this game. And I think if I like the under in this game, I'm going to take the under in the first quarter, which will set, help set me up for the under in the game. So under nine and a half. I could see it being seven nothing, three three. That's what I like. Total field goals. Over three and a half plus one twenty. I like field goals in this game. I think both defenses are gonna get strong and and bend but don't break in the red zone. First to score. This one's so first score of the game, I instead of just taking I was looking at other sites. I couldn't find it on DraftKings, but other sites, it was like first score of the game being a field goal, and you only get like plus 160. If you go to DraftKings and you go first score of the game being a Green Bay field goal, that's plus 440. Or 
You take Tampa, first score of the game being plus 425. I like the first score of the game to be a field goal. So what I would do is I would bet both Green Bay and Tampa field goal at plus 440, plus 425. If you like field goal to be first score of the game. Because you're getting better odds than if you just say the first score of the game is going to be field goal. Even if you bet both, you're still going to get better better payout. And that's why it's important to shop around at different books and have different account at different books so you can get the best numbers. I like Godwin to catch a touchdown at plus 165. I like Fournette to get a touchdown. I think Fournette's going to have a good game. Fournette, touchdown, plus 185. They were able to run the ball really well uh, against Green Bay, and I think they're going to be they're going to have to run the ball at some point um, this game. So you get plus 185 on Fournette. Now, I know Ronald Jones is coming back, and they love Ronald Jones, but he's been dealing with that hamstring issue. And if if one thing I will consider about the, the weather is it is going to be cold. And how easy will it be for him to aggravate that that you know that hamstring again in that cold weather? I think that's a factor. I think Fournette's going to get a lot more looks, and he's he's starting to pick it up. And Fournette, we forget this guy's a Heisman winner. I think you you know top five draft pick. He's he hasn't had to take as much of a workload this year, and I think he's a lot fresher here in the playoffs. And I think that's why he's playing so well in the playoffs. Not only just because he's getting better touches, but I think he's – or more touches, but I think he's just well-rested. I like Scotty. So with AB being out, I think Scotty Miller to catch a touchdown plus four, 400. You get 4-1 to one on Scotty Miller to catch a touchdown. That is great value right there. Tom looks at Scotty Miller a lot. Scotty's going to get some targets. And, and, you know, you, you still got – they still got Evans and Godwin to, to worry about, plus the tight ends. I think Miller could sneak in and score a touchdown. I think his – Scotty Miller to, like, uh, to catch the first touchdown of the game is like 50-1. to one. That's, that's not bad either. I like Aaron Jones, touchdown, even money. You're getting even money for – you rarely see even money for running backs to score a touchdown. You get Aaron Jones, even money to score a touchdown – I would take that. I think, I think they're gonna they're gonna utilize him a lot. I like Brady over one and a half passing touchdowns. That's minus two hundred. I just I don't I don't like the betting on him over two and a half, saying that he's gonna get three. I think he can get three, but I feel more confident, even though I've got to lay minus two hundred, that he's gonna get at least two touchdowns in this game. Especially if you like Green Bay. You like Green Bay in this game. You 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 like that Brady pick. Because that means Brady's going to be playing from behind, and they're going to be slinging it. I like Fournette over 42.5 rushing yards for all the reasons that we already talked about. That's minus 129. Godwin, I think Godwin's going to have himself a day. I think he's going to – this is his 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 moment. His, he's going to be the star player of this game. Most fantasy points in this game is going to be Godwin. So I like the over uh, 63.5 receiving yards at minus 143. Godwin over five and a half catches, minus 112. And then Aaron Jones over three and a half catches, plus 125. If if Tampa Bay's defensive line does get pressure and makes Rodgers a little uncomfortable, I think they're going to have to adjust and, and go to some quicker passes and quick like those swing routes to the running back. And I think Jones might might get a lot more receiving targets than he normally does. So those are my prop bets for the first game. I have those posted on the Locals page. I'll post them later. 
that's my, my, my theory behind it, how I see the game going and where I find value. Let me, let me hear what you guys like comment on this stuff. Um, go on to locals. Let me know. Let me see if I've missed something. Let's see if you find something that follows along what I'm thinking that I might've missed. I love you here, but that will do it for Tampa Bay and Green Bay. Buffalo at Kansas City. I think I've got a couple things here, perspective-wise, that you're not going to hear elsewhere. And it has to do with we're going to focus on Kansas City. We've known, we've seen last year, we've seen this year. They, they have not covered in, what, nine straight weeks? They... Last year, all season played from behind and came back in a spectacular way, including the Super Bowl. They seem that they can turn it on whenever they want, and so far they have. I think this weekend they're not going to be able to turn it on when they need to turn it on. And the reason why is I think of the Patrick Mahomes injury. And I'm not talking about the concussion, whether it was being you know choked out or he actually got concussed. I don't think that's the case. I want to talk about his toe. So a lot of you don't know, it's come out, it hasn't officially came out, but a lot of a lot of stuff that I've read and listened to and people have listened to talk about it, it seems like Patrick Mahomes, as you see him limping around out there, even last game before the concussion, he's got something wrong in his foot. A lot of people are saying, former players are saying that he's got turf toe. So what are they going to do for this game with the turf toe? Well, what they do is they give you, uh, on that foot, you get about a, one shoe size, higher or larger sorry one shoe size larger they put like a little metal uh, plate in it and then they shoot your foot up with whatever they got to shoot it up with but the main thing is his toe is going i mean he imagine putting on shoes one size larger and then also having a little metal plate in there and then you got to run around it's not you're not going to be able to move as naturally and normally as you you would and I also think with given, you know, last week's injury and injuries he's had before, I think he's going to be a little skittish on, a, on actually rushing. I think he's only going to do it if he absolutely has to. That's why I like the under and his rush yards. I can't find it anywhere. But what I also think is going to happen is he's a, mag- he's a spectacular player. He makes incredible plays. Incredible. And I think that Kansas City offense is explosive as, as it is. They rely on a lot of that. So I think what we're going to see is a lot of those third downs that normally would get completed off of him pulling some magic off, they're not going to get completed. So I think it's going to be a closer game. I think we're going to see more punts than we normally would see. And because of that, that that has me leaning, like actually liking the under in this game. It's at 54.5. I like the under, and I like teasing the under. Because I think Kansas City isn't going to be able to do as much as they... I don't think Patrick Mahomes isn't going to be able to do as much as he normally can. I think that foot's going to be a major issue in this game. And as as for Buffalo, I think their mindset is we're going we're gonna to go for TDs and not field goals. And that would lead me towards the over normally, but I think it's going to be a closer, tighter game. I think they're going to take more chances. I think... Both teams are going to be a little bit more conservative when it gets closer, which likes me on the under. Uh, 
So I'm going under, and because it's a close game, I think there's just value on getting Buffalo at plus three and a half. I know a lot of places it's plus three, and you're getting plus money on it. If you buy the half a point, you got to lay one at least. Uh, where I was looking, you have to lay one nineteen uh, minus one nineteen. But I think buying that half a point's crucial. I'd play Buffalo on the money line at plus one fifty three. I like the under fifty four and a half, and I like teasing Buffalo to ten or more. As I've stated before, I have bets on those already. As for prop bets, I think the longest field goal is going to be under 46 and a half. I think the weather is going to be an issue there. I think it's going to be a little windy. And I think, as I said before, I think Buffalo is going to go for touchdowns, not field goals. Uh, So I, I don't see them taking a chance on long field goals. I think they'd rather go for it and try to pick up the first down, see if they can get in there and score. So... Longest field goal under 46.5 at minus 114. I like first score. I think Buffalo is going to come out and be aggressive. I, I think the value you've got to the value's got to be Buffalo touchdown. I like I, I I don't think either team's going to go for a field goal there at the beginning of the game. And I think the value is there's more value on Buffalo at plus 190 scoring the first touchdown. I like Kelsey to get a touchdown at minus 125. Uh, not only has he been playing great, Buffalo is terrible against tight ends. So look for Kelsey. I like a lot of his props. I think his yards and re- receptions are a little high. I don't think I think he can get it, but I, it makes me nervous when you're talking like you know over ninety something yards, over you know seven and a half receptions. That's tough, but I wouldn't bet the under. So I'd go with the Kelsey getting a touchdown at minus one twenty five. Dix to get a touchdown. Dix is going to have to have himself a game. If Buffalo is going to be in this, you know Allen and Diggs are going to be, they're going to have to be in sync and play a great game. So I would go Diggs touchdown at minus 106. I like Beasley. Beasley is that outlet guy for Allen. He does the dirty work. But I like him to catch a touchdown at plus 275. That's just great odds because I think he's going to get enough looks. I like Allen over two and a half touchdowns throwing at plus 145. Now, you might think, like, well, if you like him over two and a half touchdowns, why do you like the under in the game? Because I don't think Buffalo is going to run the ball all that much because they don't that well. I mean, their whole team had, like, less than 30 yards rushing last game. Um, I think they're going to have to sling it. I think he's going to have all their touchdowns are going to be passing touchdowns. So I like the over two and a half touchdowns with Allen, and I like Beasley over 46 and a half yards at minus 112. That Allen over two and a half touchdowns is plus 145, by the way. That's also why I like it. Getting good odds. Once again, let me know what you think. Let me know what I'm missing. Maybe I should just parlay the two favorites together on the money line and sit back and watch them dominate. I don't know. That's just kind of how I see the games going, and that's where I see the value bets. Once again, thank you for the support. Follow us anywhere where you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. I, I can't stress enough. This locals page, we're starting to get more members. It's it's fun. It's interactive. Just give it a try. Gameon.locals.com. We can build a community there. We can. It's going to make us all better. And we're all going to make more money off of it. So Gameon.locals.com. We're on Rumble. Instagram at GameOnPodcast. Twitter at RealGameOnPod. Appreciate the support. Look forward to a fun, fun weekend. Fun day of games. And also make sure you follow me on Locals and Instagram and Twitter. I'll probably be doing it on Locals mainly, but I'm going to be doing live betting. 
So I will, I will be doing posting all my live plays if I find something that I like. I'll put it on there, and then I'll explain why after I post it on there so you guys can go in and get it if you, if you like it as well. All right. That being said, this was only two games, and this ends up being one of the longer pods. Weird. I know. Thanks. Thanks so much, and as always, good luck and game on.